Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is The World in 10 for Monday the 6th of February. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Steve Forbes. Hundreds are killed as the biggest quake in a decade rocks Turkey and Syria. The tremors were felt as far away as Diyarbakir, uh, the very east of Turkey, close to the Iranian border, and then as far west as Palestine. And Ukraine predicts a new Russian offensive as the anniversary of their conflict approaches. Despite everything, we expect a possible Russian offensive in February. This is only from the point of view of symbolism. It's not logical from a military view. First to our top story. That devastating earthquake in Turkey and Syria. The 7.8 magnitude quake struck early Monday morning while people were asleep. Dozens of aftershocks have been felt in the hours since. This is one of the region's most powerful earthquakes in decades. It's epicentered the Turkish city of Gaziantep, but its effects are huge, hitting southern Turkey and northern Syria, an area already war-torn and home to millions of refugees in camps and poorly built homes. In this extraordinary footage from the region, you can hear a building crumble to the ground, one of many to collapse under the sheer force of the quake. This Turkish man says he was sleeping when the quake woke him up. He says it was very scary. Another says there are still people trapped under the rubble. He prays to God for a speedy recovery. At the moment, most of the airports in the region and a lot of the roads are closed. They're also battling really severe weather. There's a very bad storm covering Turkey today, so obviously this is also complicating rescue efforts. Three huge tremors and the aftershocks keep coming. Hannah Lucinda Smith is the Times correspondent in Istanbul. What I've heard from somebody that I managed to reach in Gaziantep is that electricity is currently out in the city, the gas is currently out, and he was trying to reach his mother who lives in a nearby city and he said the phones are just not working. So I think, you know, clearly quite a chaotic situation at the moment, but it, you know, it is emerging that this is a huge earthquake um, with effects right across the region. The death toll across the region stands at 1,200, but that number is expected to rise as rescuers sift through the wreckage looking for survivors. That's the sound of the White Helmets, the medical and rescue group which works in rebel-held areas of Syria, rescuing a bloodied and shocked toddler from a collapsed building in Azaz. That's a town just a few miles from the border with Turkey. The tremors were felt as far afield as Beirut, Jerusalem and Gaza. 
In northern Syria, civil defence units are searching for survivors in opposition-held Idlib, while the government in Damascus is holding emergency meetings. Turkey has declared a state of emergency as it appeals for international help. Ukraine is said to be preparing itself for a new Russian offensive as the anniversary of the conflict between the two nations nears. It's almost been a year since Russia invaded Ukraine and now Ukraine's outgoing defence minister says the country expects that Vladimir Putin's forces will increase strikes for symbolic reasons around the 24th of February. Oleksiy Reznikov said Ukraine has the reserves to hold back Moscow's forces, even though not all of the latest Western military supplies will arrive in time for the expected Russian attack. Despite everything, we expect a possible Russian offensive in February. This is only from the point of view of symbolism. It's not logical from a military view, because not all of their resources are ready. But they're doing it anyway. Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, has said his country's troops are facing a very difficult situation on the Eastern Front. As UK intelligence suggests, Ukrainian soldiers are becoming isolated in the town of Bakhmut. Fuladar and Lehman are also in the Donetsk region and are heavily contested. In Kharkiv, an area regained by Ukrainian troops, several floors of a university building have been destroyed after a Russian missile strike. A residential building was also here, injuring three people. Lyudmila Krilova said she survived because furniture fell onto her. We didn't even understand. We didn't even look at what time it was. In short, there was a short blast, and it was just one short moment, and everything happened. We were saved by the furniture that fell on us, and because of this, we're alive. My friend is here with me. She was taken away by ambulance. She was injured by glass debris. Meanwhile, Russia's defence ministry is accusing Ukraine of preparing to blow up buildings in the eastern city of Kramatorsk and to blame Moscow for war crimes. They say the attacks would then be used to push for Western governments to increase weapons supplies to the country. The ministry has provided no evidence for the claims. Coming up, the latest on Ukraine's efforts to prevent Russian athletes competing at the next Olympic Games. And Beyonce makes history at the Grammy Awards. Next tragedy in the Alps, where at least 10 people have been killed in several avalanches in Austria and Switzerland. Tourists from New Zealand, China and Germany were among the dead at several different ski resorts. Austrian authorities put in place a level four avalanche alert, the second highest following intense snowfall and wind in the area. It means very large avalanches are likely. It advises inexperienced skiers to remain on open ski runs and trails and for experienced skiers to stay away from very steep terrain. Despite the warnings, though, ski resorts in western Austria have been filling up due to school holidays in Vienna. In Switzerland, a 56-year-old woman and a 52-year-old man were also killed by unstable snow in the southeast. Avalanches are common in both countries. 30 avalanches were reported in the Tyrol region on Saturday alone, 11 of those involving people. In a record-breaking night at the Grammy Awards in Los Angeles, Beyoncé picked up her 32nd prize, beating a record that stood for more than 20 years. The singer made history as she picked up the prize for Best Dance Electronic Album for Renaissance. I'd like to thank my beautiful husband, my beautiful three children who are at home watching. I'd like to thank the queer community for your love, 
and for inventing this genre. God bless you. It means she's overtaken Hungarian-British composer George Salty, who claimed a total of 31 Grammys. Leslie Ann Jones is a music journalist and told Times Radio that Beyonce was actually late to show up to the ceremony and missed collecting one of her four awards. Such a fun sight of glitz and garish outfits and no-shows. Not even Beyonce was there to pick up her first award. You know, mm. uh, she missed it because of, guess what, Los Angeles traffic. Everybody knows. Uh. One word to her, helicopter. Leslie Ann Jones also says the night wasn't the straightforward shootout between Beyonce and Adele that everyone expected. But I mean, everyone was saying, oh, this is going to be uh, heads-on with Beyoncé and Adele, weren't they? Because I think Beyoncé took nine nominations, Adele took eight. The expectations were very high. But look, I mean, Queen Bey has proven herself here. I think, you know, we haven't even seen the half of what she's capable of. I feel that with Adele, we've pretty much seen most of it. Adele did win her 16th Grammy to date. She picked up Best Pop Solo Performance for Easy On Me. It was a triumphant night for British artists in general, including Harry Styles, who won Album of the Year for Harry's House. I think like on nights like tonight, it's obviously so important for us to remember that there is no such thing as best in music. I don't think any of us sit in the studio making decisions based on what is going to get us one of these. This is really, really kind. Indie duo Wet Leg won two prizes, including Best Alternative Album, and Sam Smith received Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Unholy, a duet with Kim Petras. Smith let Petras take the mic as she accepted the prize as the first transgender woman to win the award. In sport, John Jackson has the latest on Ukraine's efforts to keep Russia out of the 2024 Olympic Games. Ukraine has sent letters to companies that back the International Olympic Committee, urging them to keep Russian athletes out of the Paris Olympic Games in 2024. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has been spearheading a drive to ban Russian and Belarusian athletes from participating in the Games under a neutral flag. Zelensky has said their presence would normalise Russia's invasion of his country and make terror acceptable. The IOC said in late January that the Olympic Council of Asia had offered Russian and Belarusian athletes the chance to compete in Asia, drawing an outcry from Kyiv which has called for Russian athletes to be banned over Russia's invasion. The committee said later it was standing by sanctions imposed against Russia, which invaded Ukraine nearly a year ago and also Belarus, whose authorities provided support for the invasion. And finally, the Cambodian man who reached for the stars in building his dream home after 30 years of saving. Trachpov has always wanted to fly a plane. He hasn't got round to that bit yet and is a little scared of flying anyway. So he made the next best thing, a home modelled on a plane, obviously. The plane house stands six metres above the ground. It has mock engines, wings and a tailplane and houses two bedrooms and bathrooms. The 43-year-old also plans to build a coffee shop so people can marvel at his work. And that's your World in 10 for Monday the 6th of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.